Welcome, hola, what's good? Hey, y'all, hey. You are tuned in to Circle Up with Amanda Heard. Season two, episode seven. We are still in the BU series. This week, join me and my neighborhood friend as we dive a little bit deeper into the BU series. Our topic is, although I say I am defeated, God says that I am victorious. So join us in this conversation as we just kind of ride the topic of how we work from those places of defeat and find the victories in our lives, how we're able to recognize victories from within when we cannot see them on the outside, and how we discover that victories isn't always that big thing that we expect to accomplish. Sometimes it's the little things in between. So wait no longer. Grab your snacks, drinks, and chairs, and let's get ready to circle up. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Thanks again for tuning in to Circle Up with Amanda Heard. Today, I have a neighborhood friend with me, Shari Muhammad, right? Yes. Right. Y'all know me. I'm real good at tearing something up, but I got this one right. <laughs> so anyhow, um, yeah, I just love, love, love that he accepted the invite and that he is here to just share a little bit of his insight, a little bit of his knowledge, a little bit of his background, and um, just you know, a little bit of that encouraging word that we, um, we're going to have in this convo. So just to get started off, um, Shari, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, we got the name right. Well, she got the name right. <laughs> um, so yes, my name is Shari Muhammad. Um, from this small town called Rockwell, it's a city, called Rocky Mount, North Carolina, of course. Um, I am 33 years old. And who I am, I am a lord. A, the second self of God, that's who I am in its totality, you know, so we can keep it kind of short. <laughs> okay, okay. So, Shari, you say you are from Rocky Mount. Yes. Um, I've met a, a few people that's from Rocky Mount. They do tell me the same thing. You know, it's kind of just a little small town whatsoever. Do you right. love it there? Um, I have, I learned a lot from it. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I've been there. I've been in Raleigh for a few years now. A lot of years now, actually. Um, so this is my first home. Raleigh is my second home, but I learned a lot from Rocky Mount, and okay. it's and I'm learning a lot from Raleigh as well. And so it's I'm learning in different stages of, you know, I came from here and now I'm here and I'm growing from that. Right, right. There's something about small town places that my heart always goes out to. Yes. Um, Especially the like, food. <laughs> right. They have some <laughs> of the best food ever. Yes. Um, I feel like, you know, a lot of people say, you know, everybody know everybody in these small towns, but sometimes that's a, sometimes that's a really good thing. Um, however, you know, I have the big city, big heart girl, you know, I'm, I'm all about the big life, but there's something I love in just that small time, yes. I mean that small town. So as you know, um, we are in the BU series. Um, like I said, time and time again on this series, there's just something about being you I absolutely cannot get enough of. I think it's so important that we dig deeper into ourselves and explore more and more of who we are. Yes. When you hear the title, Be You, what does it sound like to you? What does it mean? Be You is, is very, 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 very broad. Um, it can mean a lot of different things. I feel as though um, being you is being your authentic self. Right. Um, without, you know, being who you are in the eyes of society. Right. You know, a lot of times society, um, 
put this, um, you know, they put this image on you and how you should be. And, and social media is doing the exact same thing right. today. You know, so it's not like, oh, who are you really, you know, outside or behind um, the, the computer or your telephone. Right. You know? So I believe being you is, is just being who you are, um, being your authentic self. Right. And what that looks like is um, because we was raised certain ways, being who you are through accumulated environment. You know, we, we you know, our character is shaped by how we grew up, who was who we was around. And a lot of times society try to put that image on us, too. Like, will, and we was will. raised this certain way. Everything is filterized. Right. And so being you is stripping away everything and right. being your absolute spiritual self. Right, right. That's what I absolutely love about the whole thing. Like, can we dig into the spiritual being of us, right? right. Because without that, to me, that, said, that says strip the filter. That says take everything away, take everything off, and like, who are you? Like, right. what are you? And there's so many ideas. There's so many um, different gifts and there's so many different things that we have within ourselves that we're afraid to be because of what society says. Yes. We're afraid to be because this person might judge me or we're afraid to be because, you know, like I've said previous before, um, success doesn't look like that. Or, you know, like you said, they put an image, the world gives us this image and says, this is what you are to look like if you are saying that you're successful or this is what you are to look like if you're a man, this is what you are to look like if you are a woman. But we get so tied up in those things that we forget to express our entirety, like our innermost being. And so I love that. Authentic. And and to piggyback off that too, um, being you also uh, means, um, it means to me is um, being able to identify our talents and live through our gifts. You know, right. a lot of people go through life without identifying that and they never really they, 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 they never become who they really are. Right. You know, because they haven't identified them. Right. So a gift is like, you know, a Christmas present. Um, your parents never going to give you a gift without it being wrapped up. Right. So you have to unravel the gift to identify what's inside. I love that. I love that. And it's the Big same, it's, it's the same way. You know, we have to learn how to unravel that gift to find out what it is. Exactly. Exactly. And that takes a work. I'm always talking about a work, man. That takes a work. Like, you know, um, I know when I wrap presents, um, especially if it's, you know, one of those gifts, I'm like, oh, they're going to like this one. I double wrap it, triple wrap it, I trick wrap it. You know, right. I put so much into the wrapping that in order for them to get to the actual gift, they have to put in a work. Yes. They got to pull here, tear here. You know, sometimes they're like, where's the knife or where's something I can like get right. in there to open this? Yes. And so in that same way, you know, a lot of our gifts are going to be easily wrapped and you just like, you discover like, oh, I didn't know that I was good at that. But there's other things that we have to dig a little bit deeper in yes. order to experience. And so... I love that you opened up that. I love that yes. you opened up that. With that being said, though, have you ever um, experienced a time where maybe you feel like you've lost your identity and you've had to kind of like tap into those things again? Like, Dad, who am I? Like, how did I get here? Right. Um, definitely. And, and we're going to go through those stages where, you know, um, we don't we think we know who we are. Right. But we really, really don't know who we are until we go through those struggles, until we um go through these challenges um yeah. it's, it's and it's it's ordained that way for us to go through these things to to get to an end you right. know and the end is who am i really you know right. am i this person 
or am I this person? It may take some time, you know. Um, so my experience, my personal short experience, mm-hmm. um, I went, I've been to prison. You know, mm-hmm. I spent a little time being, you know, behind the walls, being incarcerated. And through that time, you know, I, I ran through a, a lot of different identities mm-hmm. um, because I felt as if I should be who other people wanted me to be. Right. So I was who I was operating in the light of how other people was looking at me. Right. But once I was going through these challenges, um, you know, I had to take the time for myself to really put the work in to find out exactly who I am. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it makes me think about a few different times that, you know, I've experienced in life where I kind of lost myself, you know. And this is just hanging out with friends that you, you know, you grow up with these people in school or, you know, you're going through life with these people at work. And because you spend so much of your time, you know, time is precious. And when you spend a lot of time in the wrong areas, you start to kind of become those things if you're not strong enough in who you are. And so at that time in life, I wasn't strong enough in who I was. I wasn't confident enough in who I was because everything else looked a little different you know and so I began to shape and mold into a lot of the the characteristics and ideas of who they were and so I lost myself there because the longer I dwelled in that place the more I became like that until I found that you know, I pulled myself out of there and I found out that, hey, Amanda doesn't like that. Hey, Amanda doesn't. I don't even, I, why do we even go here? I don't, I don't like the food here. I don't like, you know, the, the, the music. I don't like the vibes here. Why do I keep putting my, myself in those places? And so when I discovered, like, I'm, look, I'm not going to do that no more because I don't like it. Right. I started finding other things that filled those voids. And when I found those things, I was... It was a little odd, but it made me start looking at other people like, I don't even think a lot of you guys like the things that you're dwelling in. And so, yeah, it took me some time to find that. Um, Thankfully, I'm glad that I found it um, younger than later. But however, I do want to encourage whoever's listening, no matter how old you are, as long as you have breath, you know, you still have have time to identify. That's right. And so, uh, yeah, I love that. I love that. So, struggling from that place and growing to a place where you were able to identify yourself is is an amazing thing um so this topic this topic is all about the different victories the different victories that we we overcome we have the victories that's within us um a lot of times we experience like feeling of defeat feelings of defeat especially when we lose our identity right we feel like i'm defeated we feel like i can't make it from here we feel like all the odds are against me. How do I pick up from here? Some people are even living in their quote unquote best life and still get those moments of, you know, like dad, but there's, there's more, there's more out there. And I feel like even though I'm living my best life, there's something I'm not tapping into. There's a victory that I haven't quite reached yet. There's some people out there that's on one end is like, it just keeps getting harder. Like they say, when it rains, it pours. Like it's getting harder and harder. There's no victory in this for me. How do we encourage those people? Like, look, there's victory inside of you. Hey, there's victory all around you. How do we encourage those people to say they're to look at the small things in life and consider them victories? Yes. Well, first and foremost, this this is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful topic. Um, I, I really, um, I'm connected to this topic. Yeah. Um, and to answer that question, um, people have to look at what's natural. They have to look at look at the universe. How does the universe work? Um, nothing was really easy. You get what I'm saying? True, it, true. It was, it's ordained to struggle. 
You know, it's ordained to fail. You know, you have to fail in order to succeed. Yes. It's impossible. You cannot get Not away snap. from that um, science. It's, it's science. Right. So, um, this this author, Napoleon Hill, a lot may have heard this author, and he quoted, and I am going through my phone <laughs> to get this quote. It says, in, in every adversity lies the seed of an equal or greater opportunity. And it's, it's the truth. I mean, because if we go through something and we feel like it's absolute defeat, mm -hmm. then we will be defeated. Right. Or if we go through something and we feel as though it's just temporary failure, then we understand that it's a it's a solution behind the problem. It's right. always a solution behind the problem, no matter what you're going through. You can right. get through anything. But sometimes we just have to fail in order to, to get to succeed yes i love that be. i love that um i'm real big on power in our words right and i love how you said if we go through something and we look at it as failure we look at it like um you know we're defeated then that's exactly what we become right, right. and so um there's just so much power in that because if I'm having a bad day and I'm acknowledging that this is a bad day, I'm acknowledging that I'm giving that more power than this day could be better, this day is going to get better, then my whole accountant is going to change according to what I spoke. I'm speaking these things into somewhat of an existence, right? Yes. I'm saying, you know what, <laughs> uh, I just lost my job, now how am I going to pay my bills? I just lost my job, how am I going to feed my kids? I just lost my job, how am I going to pay my car note? Like, I'm, I'm saying all these things and then the thing I'm adding on top of it is worry. And so once we begin to pack that thing up with more uh, trouble and trauma and trouble and trauma on top of each other, it's like we're burying ourselves in this and in, in the ground of defeat. And how do we break free from that? We begin to use that very same power that we spoke to drown us to bring us up. And so, <laughs> I don't know, I think that's just a beautiful thing that we can, we can speak a thing into change we can speak a thing into existence and so yes and and if i can interject yeah. and to the, the people fail to realize that the mind is is the most powerful thing powerful is is you can't get around the, the physical body is going to die but the mind and it's the spirit that lives within us is going to live forever, forever. And so the, the the connection between the conscious and the subconscious mind is very important um, so when you're dealing with, with the conscious, of course, it's dealing with the five senses. And we can impose through the through our consciousness to our subconscious. Right. And so once we impose on our subconscious mind and, and, and the subconscious accepts it as true, we begin to manifest these right. things Something that we happens. bring in. Something happens. I love that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So victories. Victories. What does victories mean to you? Mm, vi victory. What... What victories mean to me is being able to manifest the things that we absolutely will. Right. Um, our, maybe it's, it's our goals. You know, what is this goal I set for myself today? How am I going to accomplish this goal? And once it's accomplished, that's a victory. Yeah. You know, so yes. it can be small victory. It can be big victory. Right. You know, but a victory is it's just victory. that. It's just manifesting what we pull in to will to be successful. Exactly. I love that. It can be small victory or it can be big victory, but a victory is a victory. And so I think that's another thing. I think a lot of us channel, when we see victory or when we hear the word victory, we automatically channel this big 
thing, you know? Like somebody that just ran the, this 5K and hit the finish line and the tie breaks. Like we, we think huge, which all victories aren't huge. And it's okay, that's okay, because a victory is a victory. And so channeling from that place of being defeated or feeling defeated more so, channeling from that place of feeling unwanted or unneeded or whatever it is that speaks against um, our victory, uh, that's just something that we have to take time. And like you said, in the mind, we have to take time in the mind and realize or recognize that even in this, it's a possibility to birth victory. Right. And so even then, yeah, they just repoed my car, but there's there's still something where you can channel a victory. We don't have to grab hold of every moment of trauma, every moment of struggle, every moment of hard time, and give that all of the excitement, shine the light all on that, because with that then, there will be no victory. Right. You know, And it's because we create that space. We don't have to live in that space that we we've allowed to become us, right? We we can step outside of that space, but it's all about the power in the mind. So victory, small victory, big victory is a victory. I love something else yes. you said was the goals. I'm a person full of like accomplishments. Like I don't care how, I'll set a timer and be like, look, I need to clean this kitchen in 30 minutes. Like, and that's my goal and I'm trying right. to get it done. One of my friends was like, no, never. I'm not doing that. Like <laughs> I can't do that. But to me, like once I do it or if I get close enough to doing it, I feel like that's a victory. And the more we exercise just those little goals, hitting those little goals and reaching that, that feeling of accomplishments, we understand that that victories are all around us. That's right. We can channel victories anywhere we go, you know? So the victories from within, I feel like fall in that same category. What do you think? Um, it, it starts within. You know, we, we live in the world, we operate in a world without. Mm -hmm. But it all starts from a world within. Like you have to create those victories within yourself mm. first. Um, so is that meaning kind of like we shouldn't compare like somebody else's uh, highlights or somebody else's victory quote unquote yeah. to ourselves because um definitely definitely I, I don't necessarily believe that we could we should tie out you know other people's victories with our own victories because it may it's, it looks different right. or how he you know obtained his victory may not be the same way that I have to obtain my victory and we can be in the same area you know mm -hmm. we can be in the same um, it could be the same subject, the same sport, whatever the case may right. be, but we may obtain these things differently. So I believe that we have to get these victories in connection to who we are personally. Mm -hmm. If you say be you, you have to be you in order to obtain your personal victory. I agree. Do you think that, would you say more men or more women struggle with the idea of grabbing hold of their victories? Now this is a big question. Yeah, this I mean, is a it can huge, be. huge question because now we bringing in um, something that's that's I can't really put a gender right. on. You get what I'm saying? Um, men, because men, I believe it's a people's thing too. I believe yeah. it's just in general, right? But you know, some people would say, no. I think you know, a lot of men channel this because of 
you know, I feel like pride runs higher here. Or a lot of women would be like, you know, no, I would think, I think that, you know, we deal with it because, you know, we confidence and all of this is something that we wear so easily. And so, but I think just breaking the grounds, I think it's, I think it's a people thing. I, I think you can't really label it with the gender. Either, I, I agree. Know? I completely so, agree. Uh, because I mean, we all, we, we are just who we are. Right. Right. Um, and we all possess the same exact mental capacity and so if it was all men it would be the same if it was all women it'd be the same so once you have men and women it still stands the same right right i love that i just love bringing clarity into that because it helps take out that separation you know it helps discard that um that place where like oh well you can't really you ain't really talking to me you know or oh that really doesn't fit me because here we are we're talking about something within which is spiritual we're talking about the mind which doesn't hold gender in that case so when we pull these things collectively together you know i can be talking to him or her i can be talking to you know so that's me that every time i get on a cast people want to call me people want to people be doing the most it's like they know yeah if i wasn't on air they would not be calling they me. They feel that energy. The energy <laughs> right. is good. Right. Tune in, y'all. Tune in. But anyhow, so but anyhow, yeah, I think it, I really believe it's one of those things that you just cannot um, put a gender on top of. Um, however, if sometimes it's easier for um, a man to relate to another man or a woman to relate to right. another man. So if there's anything that you can leave the young guys out there with or the older guys who feel like, because they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I disagree with that. But anyhow, <laughs> like if there's anything you can leave to one of those um, in either age group, what would you leave them with? I would say it's, it's knowledge and power and everything. You know, this universe itself is a very, very powerful entity. And so it's information everywhere. So I feel like however you can get that information, get it. Um, I mean, you don't. You can talk to somebody and they give you information. You don't really have to agree with everything that that person is saying. True. But I do believe that you can take what resonates with your soul directly and just leave everything else, you know, to the wind. Right. You know, um, me personally, I like to connect with people um, in regards to who I am and what mm-hmm. I've been through. Um, a lot of times people, you know, they are more readily to listen if I have been through what they are True. actually going through. True. Um, instead of just preaching and, and making them feel like it's a lecture. Right. You know, so I try to identify first and foremost that, hey, I'm no I'm no different from you. Right. We are the same exact I person. You, you are me. Right. So if you're going through this, you may be in, living in poverty or um, whatever the case may be, whatever your struggle may look like. I'm no different from that. Because I'm here now, but guess what? I came from there. Right. But I'm at a victory point now. And right. But guess what? I still can you end up back in, to where you are. So I have to, you know, um, exercise humility. Right. Be humble and never forget where I came from. Right. I love that. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. Um, and I would just say, you know, time and time again, you hear me speaking about comparison i just feel like it fits so many different categories i would say you know get out of the lane of comparison like let's go ahead and make it popular to dismiss comparison because you are enough everything that uh that's within you is more than enough push from that place like move from that place you have more victories than you recognize you waking up this morning that's a victory you going about your way that's a victory even though uh 
hard times may have entered your day you have if you have voice or enough thought if your spirit is alive and it's able to to recognize then use that place move from that place and recognize that to be the first victory and grow from there Yes. So, <laughs> thanks again, y'all, for tuning in to Circle Up. We have Mr. Muhammad here yes, with us. Yes, thank yes. You, thank you for inviting me. I no, you are welcome. This. Thanks for accepting the invite. I think that, um, hey, it was wonderful. It was a wonderful combo. I think people gained some great insight, and I hope to hear from you again. Yes. <laughs> Adios, y'all. All right, see y'all. beautiful beautiful episode i just want to thank you all again for tuning in thank you all for staying tuned and just seeing what there is that we have to release every single week i want to make a personal shout out to all of my followers who have been just tuning in every week since day one all of my beautiful wonderful new followers who have been tuning in um, from all over the world. I just really want to take this time in this moment to thank you all. Shout out to Raleigh, Charlotte, Columbus, Apex, Dallas. There's so many of you guys. I got some friends and fam in Wilmington, Samford, Atlanta, Mansfield, different countries, Brussels, um, Frankfort, Maine, um, this back in the U.S., we have Clayton, Springfield, Arlington, Willow Springs. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. Chicago in the house. Um, listen, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, I love that you guys tune in. I pray that you guys are getting the insight that you're looking for, the encouragement that you are looking for, everything that you need to help you along um, your week, your wherever you are personally in life. I'm just so grateful that you guys continue to tune in and see what um, Circle Up has to offer. If you are not connected and you are listening now for the first time ever, we welcome you aboard. Listen, I want you to run over to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube right now. I want you to type in circle of underscore AH and get connected to each and every platform that we have available. There's so many newsletters, so much information and encouragement that you can get Monday through Sunday on just by linking up to some of these different platforms. If you haven't tuned in to our bonus clip before, Go to YouTube, it's Circle Up with Amanda Heard. Get some of that insight. You get to put a face to the voice. It's beautiful. Listen, once again, I say thank you. Once again, I say tune in. If you have not, welcome aboard. And just shout out to all those listeners. Love you lots. Bye.